Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, financial educator, budgeting expert, and the founder of Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get clear about where you stand financially, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? Stop by at bossofmymoney.com slash minicourse. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hiya, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 30. In today's episode, I will be sharing what life insurance is and how they differ. I'm aware that this is a very sensitive topic and that many people do not like to talk about it or hear about it. But if you know me well enough, you will know that I always say just because something is uncomfortable, it doesn't mean that we ignore it. Ignoring uncomfortable topics doesn't make it go away. So one of the reasons why I've chosen um, to talk about this particular topic is because I am actually a life and health insurance agent, and I encounter a lot of individuals who are at different stages of their life and have questions about having life insurance. And some are young people single parents, newlywed couples, couples starting a family or family members whose parents are getting older or who are living with a serious illness and they want to know what their options are. I am a FCA licensed life and health insurance agent. So that means that I am qualified to speak on this topic. And I also speak with so many men and women about this topic on a daily basis. I get to help around three to four families a week to sort out their life insurance. Um, But today I really just want to focus on unpicking what life insurance is and how they differ. I don't want to assume that my podcast listeners know this, so I want us to start on the same wavelength and build it from there. So you would agree with me that death is inevitable, right? Nobody knows when death will come. It's not something that we wish for. It's not something that we sit around waiting to happen. But the saying goes that if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Um, If you don't have life insurance, then it just means that you should have other things in place that will ensure that if something was to happen to you, or the breadwinner in the family, that you have provision for your family and also for yourself. So if you have life insurance, when the insured person dies, the life insurance fulfills financial needs, such as funeral expenses and income replacement for family members. So before getting into any type of life insurance, you first want to understand what your financial obligations are, and your wishes for your loved ones. So life insurance is for the people that are left behind when you're gone. 
right? So when you're thinking about life insurance, you have to keep them in mind, right? What their needs are going to be. Um, if you're gone, what is it that they will need that will no longer be provided for that you would need to replace? So that's kind of how to look at it. It's important to not have too much life insurance and not have too little life insurance. So you want to get the right balance where you're not paying too much for what you need and you're not paying too little for what you need. So by the end of this podcast, you be able to understand what the different types of life insurance policies are that are available out there and you have an idea which one could be right for you. If you live in the UK, you also have the opportunity to schedule a free appointment with me to walk you through any questions that you have and to also help you to put together a suitable life cover for you and for your loved ones. So let's get straight into it. What is life insurance? So life insurance policy is a contract between an insurance holder, which could be yourself, and an insurer, which is the insurance company. So upon death of the insured person, an agreed amount will be paid as a lump sum or as regular payments to the beneficiary in exchange for a monthly premium. So the majority of life insurance um, is paid for monthly, right? Depending on what insurance company you go with, you may have the option to pay annually. Some people prefer to just pay it for the year. But the majority of the time, it's a monthly payment um, that would be just considered as a bill. So let's look at the different types of life cover. So I'll be sharing five with you. So the first type is term life policy. Um, This is a very popular one. Term life runs for a number of years. So it could be active for 5, 10, 15, 25 years or more. So it's basically where you have it until a specific age. So you could have your term life cover until the age of 60, 70, 80, 90. I think the highest you can go is 100. Um, You can get term life cover policies for over 100. But each insurance company has its own criteria and what they offer. With term life policy, you are eligible for a payout um, if you die during the policy term. So there's a lump sum payment that is paid out within that term period. So say you have a term policy until the age of 80. It means that um, between whatever age you are now up to the age of 80, when you die, there'll be a lump sum that's payable before the end of that term um, to your family or to your designated beneficiary. Term policy tends to be a lot more affordable than some of the other policies. Um, And it also means that because you're working towards being financially independent, if you get to the age of 80 and you're still alive, it's not a loss because it's like any other insurance company. You know, when you take out car insurance, nobody plans to get into a car accident. And if you don't get into a car accident, it's not a loss because you know that, okay, had you gotten into an accident that you would be covered So the same goes for term life policy. Um, It's just something that you leverage. It's not like, it's not your kind of get out of jail ticket, if you like. It's not a way to become financially independent or achieve financial freedom. What you're doing is that you're renting wealth 
whilst you're accumulating wealth. So whilst you're working towards becoming financially independent, so that by the time you get to 80, you already have money aside for your funeral. You already have um, built a legacy for your family. So if you get to that age and you um, haven't been able to benefit from the payout, it's not a loss because you've kind of bought the time that you needed to achieve financial independence. The second type of life cover is whole of life. Now, whole of life is also known as permanent life insurance. It guarantees the insured person to remain covered for his or her entire life, provided that they pay the monthly premiums until they die, right? Either they or someone else is basically keeping up those payments. So this type of policy is always active. So this insured person will always have life cover until the day that they die and the beneficiary will get a payout no matter what. Now, this type of cover is very expensive compared to the term um, life policy. It usually costs up to 10 times more in some cases, and it can make sense for people who are looking at estate planning or you know, business planning and business insurance, it can sometimes make sense for those kind of people, but it's very rare. So although this used to be very popular back in the days, because what it meant that is, um, you know, part of what you were paying was being saved and invested, but it just cost a lot of money. So with term life cover, you could more or less achieve the same with a hold of life policy by just investing the difference that you're saving. And with term life cover, it tends to be a lot more affordable than whole of life. The third type of life cover is level term insurance. So level term insurance is basically where you are paying the same premium price, so the same monthly payment throughout the term of your policy. So you're paying £20 every month, you know, £30 every month, and this doesn't change. Now, the only thing with this type of um, cover is that your payment is likely to be less than inflation, right? And it could not be so great for your family in the future because inflation is going to go up, right? The rate of inflation is going to increase, so if you're planning to leave 100,000 for your family thinking that that will be enough to cover funeral expense and to also cover you know 4 years of you know monthly expenses you could be wrong in your calculation because you're paying the same amount every month for your policy it means that the amount that you're leaving for your family that's not going to grow with inflation. So your family are literally going to get 100K in 10, 20, 30 years time where 100K today, what you think 100K could be worth in 10, 20, 30 years time is only going to be worth 50K, right? So when you do level term insurance, you have to take into consideration what you're leaving that money for. So if, for example, you're leaving the money to pay off a mortgage, then it can make sense if it's only to pay off the mortgage because you know that the amount you owe is going to decrease over time. But if you're looking to 
leave a legacy for your family, an income replacement for your family, then level term doesn't always make sense. Because like I said, they're going to get less value for money in the future. Um, The opposite to level term is index. An index, index is basically where you allow your premiums. So you allow your monthly payment to go up slightly every year so that you can beat inflation. So this is one of the ways that you can ensure that if you're planning to leave 100K for your family, that in 10, 20, 30 years time, that they get equivalent to that, right? So if you're leaving 100,000 because your policy is indexed, in say 20 years time, if you were to die, your family will get up to like 150, 200K. Because why? You've allowed um, the payments to grow with inflation. The fourth type of um, life cover is death in service, right? So death in service is normally provided by um, an employer. So this usually comes as part of your workplace benefits. And it's basically where the beneficiary or the dependent of the insured person will receive a death benefit lump sum payment when um, the employer, the employee dies whilst they're in service. Um, I have this at my workplace and it basically just means that if anything was to happen to me whilst I'm working at my existing um, workplace, that, you know, my husband, my family will receive a lump sum, which they'll basically get my pension um, contribution. They will receive a lump sum you know, from my pension. Now, this is a great benefit to have. So if your workplace is offering it, definitely, you know, take it. The only thing is that you may also want to consider having your own independent life cover. The reason why is because there's no such thing as a job for life, right? Nobody stays in a job nowadays for like, until they retire or until they die. So it's likely that you may leave that workplace at some point. Um, there's no job for life. So there's no guarantees that, you know, you be working there until you retire or until you die. And also, um, if you get sacked or, you know, a lot of these benefits, they come with conditions and certain requirements. And so you just want to protect yourself and just be on the safe side. So even if your workplace offers this, still have your small independent cover on the side that you manage. And as well, the older we get, the more expensive life cover becomes. So you don't want to just rely on that. And then 10, 20 years time, you decide to leave your job and get an independent cover. It's going to cost you more. You know, the younger you are, the cheaper life insurance is. And also um, with this is that with the death in service, you, you would definitely have to um, delegate who the beneficiary is. So you want to make sure that you filled out your expression of wish um, to ensure that if something were to happen to you whilst in service, that the payment goes out to the relevant persons. It's important that you review this as well on a regular basis, especially people that may have had a divorce or separation, or they've kind of left all the money to one child. They may want to divide it up so that all the kids have a share. So yeah, you want to make sure that it's up to date, the information on there is up to date, and that you 
ensure that it's going to the right person, to the person that you want to have that money be paid to. It's really important. So some people, they'll get divorced and they'll forget to update it. And guess what? All the money is going to the ex. So the fifth type of life cover is accidental death. Um, This is also known as accident expenses or accidental death insurance. So this insurance pays the holder directly in an event of an accident resulting in the death of the insured person. Um, The only thing with this is that, you know, yes, people do die from accidents, but it's very rare, right? So it just means that if that's the only type of life insurance that you have, that you could be opening up yourself um, for a big risk, right? You could be opening up yourself for, you know, big problems because people die from illness. You know, there are other reasons why people die apart from an accident. So you don't want to like limit yourself. So I would definitely say if you do have accidental death, you may want to consider having another type or if you're adamant that you want it, um, you may want to have an additional type of life cover to protect you in case, you know, you don't die from an accident. Um, So, yeah, so I'm hoping that you having an understanding of what the different types of life cover are that you're beginning to think about what could be suitable for you, right? And you're thinking about what your needs are and how you protect your family um, and loved ones. So um, I am thinking of doing a series on life insurance. I probably won't do it in one go, um, but I will be, over the next few weeks, um, be doing more episodes about life insurance, um, possibly looking at the mistakes that women make when they are taking out life insurance and looking at how you can calculate how much you need, right? So most people come to me when they realize that they need life insurance. It could be because, you know, they are newly wed or they've just started a family or they've experienced loss in the family and understand the impact um, of, you know, the breadwinner passing away and having to pay for funeral expenses or having to replace income, right? Um, So they usually come to me at that point and they they don't know how much they need. So that's something that I help them to calculate how much life cover they need. And I do a an assessment, a very detailed assessment of their financial needs and, you know, ask a lot of questions about um, what they want for their family. And I'm able to help them to figure out what that number is for them and ensure that they're able to get an affordable um, life cover based on their needs. So thank you so much for listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you would like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast on Apple. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com 
for more details on how to get started on your financial journey and start mastering your budget.